Rolling in the Mist is a series with fantasy violence, sexual humor, and worst of all, cussing. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to another exciting session of Rolling in the Mist. I am your master of ceremonies, Kevin Carpenter, and joining me today are... Pablo Mia, as Eugene Fritz eating veggie straws. <laughs> is, is Eugene Fritz eating the veggie straws, or is Pablo doing it? I just found... I'm assuming we're in the shop now, so I just I found some... While we were driving towards Skiertel, we stopped by the local 1111. Uh, <laughs> or the eight twelve, the eight twelve, uh, no, open and, from eleven to eleven. <laughs> uh, and he Just picked up some snacks. Uh, who else is joining me today? <laughs> uh, we're not sponsored by Veggie Straws. Ryan Bravo has Dr. Leo Castillo and uh, me playing Arthur Strange. Dr. Kevin Carpenter. <laughs> Dr. Kevin Carpenter. <laughs> and as always, on the mixer, Chris Rangel. Boo! Come we'll on, get you man. a mic Chris. <laughs> All righty. So, when we last left our protagonists, uh, they broke a miner out of juvie, uh, f- uh, met up with their homeless man friend, um, found a way to speak through ghosts, one way at least, <laughs> And then picked up another teenager to help with their plan to take down the mayor of the city. So it's, well, a, Jap- yeah. so it's a Japanese anime. <laughs> Dude, when you say it like that, we sound fucking lame. <laughs> I know, right? What's in those words? I mean, you know, sometimes we get senses like, let's go take down Mayor Dracula or else, you know, hell will overtake the city. Oh, and then sometimes it's like, hey, we need to get our two teenagers and our homeless man friends to help with our plan. The real heroes of Eden City. Are, are you? Are I'm, you gonna, I'm not gonna eat veggie straws the whole time. I'm just trying to eat them while people are let talking. Let the man eat, man. He's hungry. <laughs> Look, I feel like this adds true character in the odd fashion to this podcast. So continue. Shut up. Just Bravo. you know, chew that way. There it is. Bravo! Like grabbed Pablo's head and <laughs> physically turned swizzled. it to the other like a way. Like 25, 25 degrees to the Come left. On. Fucking child in a theme park. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, is that a thing that happens to children? That's the thing that happens to to you, Latinx children. (laughs) What? Their heads just get turned the other way? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, not from here up here. You mean the top of your head? At the sacrum or whatever, the solar plexus, whatever. (laughs) The solar plex. Fucking up here. It's grabbed. Yeah, none of y'all's dads ever grabbed you from the back of the neck Fuck and no. like steered you through theme parks. No, my dad just beat me. Yeah, my, my dad oh, wasn't no. a leopard. Uh, like my dad, dad wasn't a leopard? Your dad was white <laughs> as hell. You, so you probably had a leash. <laughs> no, actually, no lie. My, my mom had a leash on me when I was a kid. Oh my God. Like, really? like Not like a leash around the neck, but like a harness. Yeah. Like a anyway, dog. back to the game. Yeah. Uh, you all have <laughs> assembled. Opening up. <laughs> <laughs> you all have assembled at uh, the Levy Mechanic Shop. There was actually. I'm just gonna play out this awkward moment as the two cars came over to the shop. Um, the fuck. What was the guy's name? Pause. <laughs> this Let is me. your game. I Mike. Literally, hey, Mike. All, Big Mike, Big that was Mike, it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, literally all of my like campaign notes are on like a single Google document. So if I forget someone's name, is that name, same I... Google document that say for a D and D? 
No, it, those are different. Here, here's the thing. As a DM, whenever I'm running a campaign, I just put all the notes into a single Google document, which makes it hell when we get to this point in the campaign where it's like, oh, we've been doing this for like a year. Um, oh, what was the name of that one NPC? I guess I'm going to have to look into page 14 Scroll of 49. Yeah. So, so yeah, big, we roll up on big mics. Yeah, you roll up on big mics uh, with, a, with a Mustang and the, the beat-up Dodge Charger. <laughs> that's, that's basically... This like the radio's out, a pl- piece of like the armor plating is off. Like it's how it's, is it still drivable? <laughs> ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, ghosts. <laughs> um, and so Big Mike comes out and he sees like the Dodge Charger and he's just like, oh, all right, well, uh, wait, what was what was Big Mike's voice? Because that was he pre- also was Irish. He was Irish. Do they all? They're all Irish. Irish. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah an Irish so, family. Yeah, yeah, you were doing the captain's. Yeah, voice. I was doing captain's <laughs> voice. I I always want to go into the captain's voice for some reason. Just captain. do what you're trying to do with Olivia and make it deeper, manly. Okay. Yeah. Pause. Let me get into the voice. <laughs> Uh, room, Levin room, Levin room, Levin room. Okay, I, I think I've got it here. There's so, something around here. Yeah, it's but a very th- Russian Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> so you're All right, professional voice actor, right. we get it. We oh, get no, it. I'm just saying. This is how Irish. <laughs> Don't worry, the internet will tell us that. What's the sentence you're trying to say? Who the okay. fuck are you? Uh, Who the feck are you? Uh, Bit. <laughs> <laughs> If you had the power to change your fit, would you? <laughs> this is no disgrace to our foreign listeners. Uh, Big Mike, who is short, uh, waddles up, and he looks at the uh, the Dodge Charger and goes, uh, Okay, so I can already kind of see what's going on here. Uh, so, you know, basically your car is just completely fucked, and at that point, Olivia comes out of the Mustang and takes off her helmet, and Big Mike goes, Olivia? Eh, eh, da. Ada? <laughs> no, no, let him, let him go. I want to hear it. I just want to hear the dialogue. Continue, Kevin. You're Continue. ruining a beautiful moment. Oh, yeah, I know. But I'm Continue, sorry. Kevin. A single tear goes down Big Mike's face, and then he goes <laughs> and snorts the tear back up into his <laughs> eye because he does not show weakness. He's like, well, it's fancy showing your face around here after you. Got taken in by police and put my little girl in, in juvie and oh, come here. And he runs up and hugs uh, his daughter, which, you know, at his height, his head just kind of comes up to her, like, her belly. And, like, basically, he's just, like, hugging he's her a legs. Dwarf, is what yeah. <laughs> and, and Olivia looks down and goes, like, eh, Yeah, I, it's okay. I, I, I got broken out. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, dad, let me. Just like your wee little dad. <laughs> dad, uh,. L- listen, I uh, I got broken out, and I, I got to do something uh, just to kind of pay a debt, and then after that, you know, I'll be good to go. But um, and then her eyes flicker, and she turns to you, strange, and it's just like, did you delete the uh, the the files on me while we were in there? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, all right, I'm on the run. <laughs> Give me a second, and I could kind of just fly out real quick. I just <laughs> leave. Are you gonna fucking meta game your ass back to the oh, point? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Anyway, you could technically do that. I'm just so. I was that. like, hey, uh, give me like a half an hour, and I just leave. You just leave. I just no, fly out. No, no, he can do that. He can do that. We can't say no to that. I don't. Uh, I just I feel like it lowers the stakes. If she's not also on the run. And also, the only thing, this is the last thing that, that was said to get her on board, was like, if you need to go somewhere fast, I can get you there. And it's like, he's just, he can get anywhere fast. 
We don't need that skill. We need Elastigirl. <laughs> That's what we need. So fuck him going away. I don't know why we didn't just go into Skid's house while we were in front of a house. You, you Skid just screams into the sky. Yeah, I'm screaming all of this. No, wait. Strange. Oh, Strange. Oh, Dr. Strange. And I come... Dr. Shit. We're back to that again. Yeah. I come like... I come like... Floating down again, yeah? No. We're not doing that. No. She can be on the run. If we have to be on the run, she has to be on the run. Because we didn't go to jail. And she went to jail. And that's not... No. No. We're not... No. We can deal with that. At a later date. And Big Mike goes, hey, wait a minute. And you! You, sir. I am being very aggressive, but I would like to formally request on behalf of the group. Do I know you? Nope. <laughs> nope. You don't. Most people don't. And that's how I like it. My name is Mr. F. Mr. F. And that's what you got to call me. From now on. Nobody tell him it stands for Fritz. It's just a... It's just a Leo, Leo, Leo's reference. just standing there dumbfounded, like, where the fuck this And then from? Big Mike looks at you, Leo, and he starts glaring and goes, wait a minute. I recognize you. And he waddles up to you and he's glaring down at <laughs> you. He, he, looks, he looks down at your scrubs, looks up at you and goes, yeah, I know you. You're the one that got me out of the coma. Oh, it's great to see you again. <laughs> and I was and like, whoo! He, he comes to hug you, yeah, hugs your leg. I didn't know when you were going to take that. I was ready to possess him and smack <laughs> his head against the wall. Is Does that your go-to? Like, <laughs> yeah. Possession. Yeah, actually, Big Mike grabs your legs and then picks you up. <laughs> wow, it's nice to see you. What was his last name again? Uh, Mike. His actual name. His last name is Levy. It's like, nice to see you, Mr. Levy. And how, how are you doing? Wow. It's it's Levy, but you can call Levy. me Big Mike. Sorry about that. And he oh, drops sure. you down on the ground. Well, uh, you know, you did me a good favor. And honestly, I told you I'd repay the debts. So I'm going to repay the debts. You all are welcome here, especially as long as you're with my daughter. Uh, also, who was the one that broke her out of prison? I'm assuming it was all of you. Is, oh, are you yeah. still there? Are you yeah, still yeah, there? I, I, no, he I came mean, back. Not yeah. only am I there, I'm floating. And he looks at you and goes, Oh, uh, yeah, you got a problem there. Your feet aren't touching the ground. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, I got a lot of problems. <laughs> uh, uh, Olivia looks down at Big Mike and goes, Yeah, da, he's, a, he's a ghost. It, it, it's a long story. It's complicated, but uh, pretty much um, we're going to take down the mayor and uh, you know, we just kind of need a place to lay low for a little bit, if and you don't mind. And Big Mike goes, you know I'd burn down this entire city for you, my little girl. Come on, come on, come on. In, inside my shop before the cops come in. That's a real supporting father right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So uh, you all are kind of let in. Otis is just kind of, Otis and Skid are just kind of like following along in the back, just like, we don't have anything to say. We're just going to keep going with this. Uh, Big Mike, if if, if you yeah. have space in your garage, do you mind if we push the vehicles inside? Oh, so, yeah, you know, certainly. Get in there. These, these vehicles are hot, yeah. I'm assuming. Yes. Get him in, get him in, get him in. And, you know, he opens it up. You guys lead the cars yeah. in. Uh, eventually, you all are kind of put into the mechanic waiting room. There is, of course, uh, coffee that has been on the burner for, you know, the whole day. Um, there is the smell of tires and grease, uh, little couches that some have been kind of ripped. But, you know, it, it's a mechanic's waiting room is what it is. Um, it's really more of a waiting corner. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. He's got stacks um, and piles of papers of receipts and shit. Yeah, so you all are sort of uh, led inside. 
And uh, Olivia turns to Big Mike and goes, by the way, Dad, um, I was wondering if you were able to, uh, and Big Mike looks at her and smiles and goes, you know exactly what I did while you were gone. And Olivia goes, oh, oh, oh. all right, let me, uh, let me grab my stuff really quick. And she you know, runs into the, uh, the garage. Um, you guys hear like a trunk opening mm-hmm. up. And Big Mike turns to everyone and goes, all right, everyone, uh, get some coffee or water and uh, figure out what your plan is. I'm going to catch up with my daughter and uh, make sure she's all good to go. You know, I, I know you all sort of break my daughter out of the prison. I'm very grateful for that. At the same time, I must say, don't steal anything. I will cut your balls off. I'm in perfect reach. And he <laughs> trundles back into the garage. So he is Russian. <laughs> what? Only a Russian would say something like that. Meanwhile, I'm like trying to like grab the pot of coffee that's just facing <laughs> yeah. through my hand. He's like, I need to work on that. So, um, thank you, uh, Mr. Big Mike, sir. He already um, went to the garage. He's, he's yeah. gone. No, I said that as he was leaving. Yeah, okay, cool. oh, okay. uh, I go over to the pot of coffee. I pour as many as like, anyone want coffee. Skid goes, yeah, I could go for one. Okay, that's one. Uh, Eugene? I, I'm fine. I think caffeine doesn't really agree with me. Uh, Otis goes, Otis. is there any bird sheet in it? <laughs> and, and, and he's like, he looks down. Well, there's no poop in here. So. It's okay. I brought my. I knew. Okay. I knew you had brought some. <laughs> Do you want some too? No, that's not I've, what I'm I've got saying. enough to share. If oh, anyone yes, wants some bird seed, I'm going in to stand the over here. I'm going and to stand I, I just go to pour coffee. And it's like, here you go. Here <laughs> you go. I guess there's some cream. Is there cream or sugar or some shit? Skid just looks at me and goes, I drink it black. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, Mr. Edgelord. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, Dr. Lucas, still, still a little hip. <laughs> okay, so you all are kind of uh, gathered around. Uh, eventually the door opens mm-hmm. and uh, Olivia Levy comes in and she is in like her full gear. Like she's back in her like red jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. She has her like custom red helmet under her arm. Uh, and she walks in and closes the door and goes, all right, so dad's going to be looking at the uh, the cause and making sure everything's uh, good to go. Um in the meantime, we kind of need to figure out exactly what we're doing to, you know, take down the mayor and all that, because uh, that's not really an easy thing to do. Indeed, I suppose we've prolonged the inevitable long enough, haven't we, gentlemen? So, the dream team is assembled, as it were. Um, <laughs> and I feel when he says that, the camera, like, zooms out, and you just see just this travesty of people in the room. <laughs> Crackers goes, more like a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, you're right, Eugene. Um, this is, I guess you could say, the guardians of life and death right now. So, not much to look at. Skid goes, that'd be a pretty good band name. Yeah. And, and, and Leo's like, oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, not bad. I only came back to get his soul and bring it back. I have no idea how to kill him. Um, how do we kill a vampire? Well, uh, and this is Skid talking. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Really? No oh, idea. my wee little daughter, I've killed a couple vampires in my day. I guess, I guess the three NPC characters are luckily different enough that you won't have to say that. <laughs> I, I, I would hope. I would, I would hope. hope. <laughs> Pablo has destroyed my confidence. I'm so. sorry. Mr. So. Professional Voice Actor over here. I'm not. Okay. I feel bad. So, uh, Skid goes, well... Um, if the mayor is Dracula, then that means that, you know, he has probably most of the strengths and weaknesses of Dracula. The thing is, though, is that Dracula has existed for so long that there's a ton of stories where some weaknesses don't work and some do. There are Draculas that are able to go across running water, some that are stopped. Uh, there's Draculas that are able to turn the wolves. There's Draculas that can eat garlic. Um, 
really, you know, the, the main thing that kind of stays the same is that, you know, if you destroy his body, like, he gets taken out. And a lot of times a stake to the heart will take him out as well. But, you know, the problem is getting close enough. The son might be out of the question. I mean, he's the mayor. He's been seen outside during the daylight. Yeah. I but, mean, that, that's the thing. There's also stories of Dracula's, like, being strong enough to, you know, withstand the sun. And babes, I mean, it's just... He, he might be with the book. We don't even know what he's able to do anymore. Like you, what would you say? He had like lightning shot out of his hands. Well, let, there's no Dracula that could do that. Let's tell you guys what we experienced back at the uh, the casino. Um, he does have a couple of strong henchmen at his beck and call. Um, there is one woman uh, who she just finds a way to to have luck on her side, but it comes at a limit. She can't do it all the time. Um, Not to mention her sister. That's right. This bit of a siren, I guess you could say. One one note of her enchanting song and the whole crowd was, we were just lucky to resist at that one moment. Yes, and Otis, that was the core. That was the root of the of the mystery that you set us upon with the with the mis- disappearing women into the van. They were lured by M- M- Elodie, M- Miss Melodies? Yes. Miss Melody. El- it's dawning on me in this moment. Is her legal name Melody Elodie? I believe so, yes. Is her name... Wait, you, you, you're talking about the singer? Yeah, yeah, the singer. Is no, her... her full name's Maggie Elodie. Oh, Maggie. Yeah, her stage name is M. M. Elodie, and it sounds like Melody. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's a nice Clever little roll-off tongue. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Maggie didn't know that. <laughs> she is the siren, and she is the one that has been used as the lure... Uh, for for these women, and from from which uh, Dracula has been sucking their youth to, to find immortality with the book. Am I correct? That's a very very strong hypothesis. Yeah, and he's oh. also got, I guess, a uh, a father and son team. They're they're just muscle. I don't know if they're going to be a threat, but Leonard and Bernard. Yeah, I think he called them Lenny and Benny or something. Yes, but it's clear that their names are Leonard and mm-hmm. Bernard. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, I mean, and he also, as the mayor, he has, and he looks over to, to Strange, he's like the entire police force at his back. Wait, what? Yeah, he, he. I mean, I don't know if you probably heard, you know, the good old Red Rider over here tell us, call us public enemy number one, because, well, you were there. Um, we, he has the entire city looking for us, and he also controls the police department, the fire department, everything. He has the SWAT team if need be. Are we really scared of the fire department coming and getting us? I don't know, but I'm scared of the riots. I mean, the riot team. No, yeah. You That's know. a fair point. I think the best thing for us to do moving forward... I guess you to... would be scared of the fire department coming in. Hey there, Doctor. Ooh. <laughs> he Ooh. doesn't say anything. He's just like, <laughs> nice. That would be what one would call a <clears throat> burn. The whole room's quiet. <laughs> oh, it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Right, Anywho, um, so we now know that we're not dealing with an average vampire, and now we got to figure out how to scene. kill him. Not only to destroy him and eliminate him and get his soul for you, but we have to identify, as Dr. Castello just did uh, in one form or another, uh, each of the layers of protection that surround him and how we might best use our talents in the room to mm, ascertain these situations and eliminate them so that we can get to the prize, as it were. And then I look to my right, and I pick up, like, I'm able to finally pick up something and say, what if I just dip this in holy water and stab him with it and it's like a wrench? Where are you going to get some holy water? Where's the church nearby? 
I mean, it's it's Eden City. There's gonna be churches. No, I was here asking. I was yeah. asking her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> where's the nearest church? I mean, this one. Uh, you know, a uh, couple, a uh, couple blocks down. Yeah. See, go down there, dip it in there. Is it going to be? I mean, is it going? Isn't it going to be dry by the time you you get it to? I mean, the other thing you have to think about, babes, is you need to get close <laughs> enough in order to hit him. And like we just said, he's going to be with all the cops. He's going to be at his fundraiser tonight. I doubt he's going to be leaving his place. Wait, so has what if book. I possess him and then you just burn the shit out of him? I don't know if you're able to possess because he's able to control the contents of that book. Oh, yeah, he has that book. So he's no real weak-willed individual. Skid snaps his fingers. The book. That's the key to it all. Think about it. Whatever, like... If he could have done whatever he was trying to do before he got the book, he would have done it. He's the goddamn mayor. But instead, he went through all this trouble in order to get the book. Maybe our top priority right now isn't killing Dracula. It's getting that book. Sid, yeah, I mean, you're correct. Don't get me wrong. That's a very strong argument. What is that thing? I think his name is Skid. Sorry, Sk Sid. I, I meant Skid. Yeah, it's all right. I apologize. No. It's been a long day. Apology accepted. Well, that book... I'm gonna be honest. I heard about it on some forums, found it in a certain library, uh, might have done some uh, things in order to get it. It's it's honestly kind of weird what happened, but basically I got the book. <sighs> and he looks at you strange and then looks back at the group. All right, look, that book is something that shouldn't exist. That's the thing. So I kind of gave this whole speech to Strange over here, but basically our world and the world of mythology are two of the same. They're all part of reality. And, you know, the, we all think that, you know, the, the mythological world is trying to break in, but really it's, it's part of it. It's just under the seams and all that. But this book is calling to something. It's drawing on something that both exists within that world and also outside of it. Like it's nature is to be a paradox and uh skid looks outside and it's at this point you guys can kind of see like the clouds have been like parted in certain ways uh like you know th like just strange like cracks are starting to appear in the sky and it, you aren't seeing like you know tears in the fabric of reality otherwise it would be pandemonium but you do notice that the light is weird Everything is sort of starting to get muted, like like a solar eclipse almost. Like the shadows are wrong. And Skid turns to everyone else and goes, like I said, that book taps into something that's both exists within and outside. It is by nature supposed to exist outside of that realm. And the thing is, is that if that book is used too much, that thing it's drawing upon might come here. And that's the ball game. So it's drawing upon something cataclysmic from another dimension. Yeah, pretty much. I was I was trying to dumb it down for everyone, but you got it. No, we we yeah no we we're, we no kind of know things. Need. It's sort of my. We kind of know things, Sarah. So thing. <laughs> so then perhaps, as Skid has pointed out quite astutely, the target is not Maya Dracula, but rather the destruction of the book. If we destroy the book, won't that? I mean, won't that put everything back to normal and? Get no, get because we would still have to deal with an immortal vampire. Unless it is the book keeping him animated. I mean, he was there before the book. Mayor Dracula. But was he as powerful? 
would he be as much of a challenge with all of us combined if he did not have the book at his beck and call? At no, his... I, I agree. Yeah, you're right. This book kind of gave him a bit of a power-up. But, I mean, he's, he's still a man who controls everything, even without the book. He was a man who's outlived us for God knows how many lifetimes. Skid, when you used the book against me and Strange, you were able to summon and bring forth, I'm guessing, souls to dead bodies. Is In your tampering with this book, is there a way to draw soul out of it? And what, draw a soul like out of the book? Out of the, a person. Oh. If you put souls into, I'm guessing, zombies or whatever, you summon the dead, is there a way to do the reverse and pull a soul out of a body? I, when I summoned the dead, I wasn't putting souls in those bodies. I was just reanimating the bodies. And more than likely, there's a chapter in there about like messing with souls and all that. The thing is, I'm going to be honest, I only read the Making Zombies chapter because I was kind of wanting to impress uh, Dora as, as soon as I could. Yeah. Wait, your plan was to impress a girl by creating dead people? I mean, can you create? I mean, okay, sorry. Uh, I realize I'm asking that to the wrong person, but it's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, there's not a whole lot of people in the city that can create like an army of zombies. I just kind of. We, we already had this whole like, you know, conflict, this confrontation. You, you guys shot me. Uh, so, he shot you. Know, you. Yeah. You're still crying about that? I'm fucking dead. Look at me. You're still alive. You know what? Fair point. Yeah, you kind of won that fight. Yeah. <laughs> He went to juvie and got out. I got shot, and look at me now. You know what? Fair point. Fair point. I feel so much better now. Uh, <laughs> but you could understand what that book had, right? Like, you could read it? If I got my hands on the book, he kind of looks out into space and kind of shivers a little bit. And he's like, "I yeah, I'm, I might be able to find what you're looking for. And um, Leo kind of looks over to, to Eugene, then to, to Strange, to Otis. Look, this is probably asking for a miracle, but every, you are correct, Eugene, that we need to get this book out of him. And I am right now, I'm not finding any way to kill an immortal vampire when he doesn't have the book. If you, Skid, can find a way to draw the soul out of it while maintaining, you know, we don't want to get into a fight. There's going to be people at this gala who are innocent, really. Then I feel like we either steal that book Get it out of his hand and buy Skid enough time to figure that out while minimizing casualties. I could scare everyone out of the gala. That could be a very, very, yeah, I mean, that could be effective. I've seen your face, it's terrifying. Uh, Otis uh, pipes up and goes, Well, I think the one thing that we've kind of figured out here is that uh, the stealthy approach is not something that uh, you all can do very well. <laughs> and I feel all three of us at the same time. Yeah, no, no. No, so, historically, no. I suppose yeah, that tracks. No, no, we have a really bad reputation. There's no point in trying to do something we're not good at, so we might as well go ahead first. Exactly. They might be trying to expect a, you know, stealthy sneaking in, try, you know, dressing up like other people, you know, that whole kind of high shebang. But they might not be expecting a bunch of batshit insane people just breaking through the front gates. <laughs> and it's a homeless man telling us this who looks like a fucking crazed guy. <laughs> yeah, his, his, his one eye twitches. And uh, Olivia Levy turns and goes, Well, you all did uh, break out uh, the best getaway driver in the city out of prison. So, uh, you know, being a getaway driver, all you need to do is turn the other direction and suddenly you have a breaking in driver. Huh. And at that moment, he uh, Leo kind of like looks over. He kind of walks up, looks over to the cars. Is Big Mike in the room or is he still outside? 
Big Mike is in the garage. He's currently okay. working on the cars. Okay. He's actually installing a uh, a bulletproof plate to the Dodge Charger. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, he just had one lying around for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I say as he's I'm like, staring at Pablo. He's like, wow, this fits perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's here's um, here's what I'm thinking. You know. Um, you are, I would have to say, um, Red Rider. Do you mind if I just call you Red Rider? Is that, certainly. I mean, you certainly earned that reputation. You were fast and finicky, and I'll be honest, I feel like we were able to knock you off your bike by sheer luck. You yeah, I, I'd agree. Um, but if, you know, I don't think all of us could fit on your bike. Well, I would hope not. So, what I'm thinking is, and I'll look over to, to Strange, he's like, Strange, I know you love that car, even after life. As he, as he scowls at me. <laughs> is there a way do you no. think that perhaps... I know exactly what you're going to say, and no, you fuckers have already ruined that beautiful car. I what? mean, here's the thing, it's, a, it's an armored, bulletproof car. It's already torn to shit, it's practically disposable, and it's a really hot car right now. You're gonna have to get rid of it eventually. Oh my god. <laughs> also, you're dead. What? You're, you're you? Dead, she had a good point there. I, I'm just saying, you don't really need a car. You can float around. And like, my eyes get really big. <laughs> like a haunting look. Like, that's my car. It's the one thing I got left in this world. Olivia actually softens. And she walks up to you, and she puts a hand on your shoulder and, like, kind of hovers it <laughs> yeah. there. Because she, she can't, she can't she actually just touch you. Look like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, basically just does kind of like a hover hand. And uh, Olivia goes, listen, you're talking to the one person in this room that knows exactly how much a vehicle means to a person. But sometimes, just like any other loved one, you got to let it go. And then from right there, I just kind of look like... Just do it. Perhaps while we do have an expert getaway driver and thief here in Miss uh, Le Levi. Levy. Levy. Um, perhaps that is the function that she may play in this next operation. We don't have an army of police officers or an army of any sort, really, to combat the uh, police force. But for every cop we do have, and he looks at Otis... What? Well, I, I figured this would be it. He would. Uh, I, I figured you would understand just by the Were you setting me up for something? Yes, I was rather. I, I did not know that. All right, well, you, maybe you, 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 I'll give it you. I'm going to give you. Eh. Okay, give, give it to me again. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can try and maybe. Okay, let's do it. He, he's like staring right at you. Go I'm ahead. staring right at you too. Uh, okay. <sighs> we don't have an army of people to combat the police force, but for every police officer. We may have a bird. There, it's gold, gold ribbon to you. Good, good show. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate. It. Here's yes, good. Here's a yeah. participation award for you. All right, now we do have. I that. feel like you're mocking. I, I should have had the coffee. All right, I should have. I, I didn't. It's Skid looks at you and goes. It seems like you're already kind of uh, piped up. Yeah, you don't I've, need the extra caffeine. I've just been going through a time and. I don't need sleep, but I really, I really should. Anyways, so everyone in this room, it's as it seems to me, serves a function. We have a getaway driver who is also powered and master thief. We have a man who controls 
birds that occupy our lack of bodies. And then, well, we have a, an expert in the book whom we need to get the book to. And then, of course, gentlemen, we have us three initiators of this fellowship. And what might we do, you ask? Well, if we have to get the book away from Mare Dracula and get it to Olivia, and then for her to get it to Skid, then all that we might be able to offer is to buy them some time. And of course, Detective Strange can clear all of the human shields that uh, Mayor Dracula has conveniently collected for himself at his gala by spooking them, and the cops won't be able to do anything about it if they are too preoccupied by some feathered foes. What do you think? Skid goes, yeah, I think there's one problem with that, Chief. You're, the whole uh, impetus of that plan there is that you all get in there and are able to get out with the book. I think that's too much of a risk. I think I gotta go in with you guys. Um, I don't mean any disrespect, young man, but you and what army? I mean, surely we're no army ourselves, but at least we are. We have proven ourselves to be rather physically capable. And Skid smiles and go, I get my hands on that book. I'll show you what kind of army I've got. Gentlemen. He actually does have a good point. They ain't going to try to eat him again, are they? <laughs> like, and like Leo gives him a look. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll do my best. But, I mean, Eugene, that is, that is actually a very good plan. Um, yeah, why didn't you ever oh, get plans before? Otis, a question. What kind of birds do you control? Every bird in a shitty. So, in the shitty. Um, <laughs> I feel you... like you're mocking me as well. What are you talking about? Continue. Let's say, for example, you were happy. I mean, do you have hummingbirds at your disposal? If there are hummingbirds in the shitty, yes. And how long would it take you to at least summon every feathered friend in this entire city? Because here is one thing that, I, that concerns me very well. And we escape by the skin of our teeth. The young singer... The songstress. If we were able to silence her with some of your birds, perhaps maybe little hummingbirds to pick at her or something. Something not so, you know, obvious like a massive bird, but something very acute. Because if, and I look, of, look over to Eugene and said, Eugene, do you remember when she was singing? Everyone was entranced by her and they almost killed us. If, they, if she was given the opportunity. She could turn us and the entire, perhaps when you scare them, completely brainwashed and they would go after us. If we could silence that one little trump card they have, aside from her luck sister, you have a very powerful ability there, Otis. And your birds, like Eugene said, could take out or harass the police, but I feel like we should take her out first. Hmm. Well, first off, it's very nice to be appreciated for once. But that also sounds like a good plan. I'll keep some birds around with you in case you find that siren songstress. And I shall try to offer my assistance. However, I can't say for certain that while my birds are busy outside with all the cops and the police, that they'll be able to take on the siren as well. So you... you... So... You're saying that your births can... It's like, so, in other words, you'll be our point man. Exactly. Right? Oh, 
Come on. <laughs> I did it. That was the golden oh, gold campaign. Breaking Pablo. Of the Spurgeon shit. I haven't heard him speak that long. <laughs> Otis stands up and goes, I'm not sure, folks. I've done my job. And just walks out. Um, what kidding, about kidding. the other sister? Well, her, she's a very, very problematic. Uh, Skid looks up and goes, all right, so you said that this, uh, this broad can control luck? If she's very lucky, but sometimes when her luck runs out, she starts to bleed from her nose, so it puts a strain on her, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, then it seems like there's two ways of taking her on. One, stretching her powers until, like, you find the moment she, she's about to break, and then you, you know, you take your shot then. Or, you hit her with something that luck can barely touch. Do you have any suggestions? Punch her in the face. <laughs> and, and, and like, and Leo looks out like the simplest answer is the wisest. Sure, surely that can. You know, I could have used you as an assistant when I was <laughs> when I was looking for a young deputy. <laughs> Wait, uh, well, would her luck work on me as I just float there? That is that's a good question, Bex. Wow. I have no idea. I it's, mean, wow, luck works best when you're alive. What if you're dead? <laughs> that well, gasp was like, beautiful. Because like, like, I'm thinking, I'm just having a little... Uh, I hate to say this, or even suggest it, but the only way to answer that question, and the reason I hate to say this is because we've spent so much time just gathering this collective of individuals, but there is only one person who could answer that question. Mr. Payne. Otis uh, looks up and goes, about that, I uh, I was looking for you all. I, I was looking for you all, and I can't find pain anywhere. I believe that he has left the shitty. <laughs> it's a very serious thing, I know. I, I know, yes, you're right. Well, as far as I knew, or I'm aware, he's the only individual I know who can see luck unless anyone else has any uh fortune experts olivia goes all i know is that we're wasting time mm. that fundraiser is going to be going on soon we need to get going all right all right but just to revisit the bird situation one more time why waste more energy as it seems to me trying to take out yet another target of our empowered enemies when we could be using hummingbirds or what any kind of songbird really just as earplugs the only reason that the siren's song works is because those individuals were able to hear her instead of taking out the speakerphone why not just plug the audience olivia turns to you and goes wait 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 are you just asking for earplugs well, well we, we, we uh, i suppose that would... you're, you're in a shop and she just like turns around goes behind a desk and pulls out earplugs Oh, there's loud power tools in auto shops. That's they use. <laughs> oh, huh. Well, well, that I she, suppose she that just starts suck. passing them out like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like she hands them to me. Have I'm you like, been uh, waiting for us to to, to realize? <laughs> you know, she goes over with they, it, just falls through your hand. I am going to be honest. There have been some simple solutions throughout these story arcs, but <laughs> honestly, you see. guys just kind of going around them has has Look, been our most job is, of to, the fun. is to make it entertaining. Just saying. <laughs> no, so like she hands them to me and they just fall All right, like good. <laughs> like they, they they fall through my hand. Like, I'm gonna take a wild guess here and I don't need these. 
Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Again, just like the luck thing. We don't know what you can and cannot do, my maybe boy. It, maybe it can possess the earplugs. What? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. He's a ghost. We don't know what he can do. Yeah, she's got a point, yeah. Oh. A, l- a large bit of what we're talking about is just kind of going hi- all hypotheticalizing about the- everyone's powers and all that. You know what? I think we just need to crash in there and try to get that book. Fuck it. It seems like the best thing on our side right now is just doing some crazy insane speed and blowing shit up. Right. When has ever a plan we've ever done ever gone the way we've explained I mean, it? something has to go right. I mean, we have to plan. We have to account for something. The- I watched the EMP and the EMP went off. I, I did a pretty good job about that. I, I just want to say that that part of the plan worked. Yes. You know, but that was because I was the one in charge of it. And and you did a great job. No, please, please. Say my name, please. Please say my name, Eugene. Crack- it's, not, it's only like we've been adventuring no, for a while now. No, I remember your name is Crackers. It's just, as the doctor said, it's been a long day and thought it might be Smackers, but of course it's not. <laughs> smackers, huh? Yeah, Crackers. Yes, Crackers. I thought, I admit it, all right? He caught me in a lie. Um, <coughs> you did a great of, job. What? Speaking of Smackers, do you still have all that money from pain? Oh, yeah, we did get money from pain. Olivia looks up. You have money. Well, well yeah, hey, hey, we guess, <laughs> but it's not... It's not for you. It's not for any any of. What what are we going to use that money for? And How much does your dad need to make that car so strong it can fucking bulldoze right into that place? And Olivia smiles. And <laughs> how many scenes are just gonna end with her smiling, and alluding to a cutscene? <laughs> Let him tell the story. Oh, okay. We we transition to a cutscene of Big Mike putting on a welder's mask <laughs> and just welding on on a plate. Yeah, it's a montage. Okay, uh, I feel like every shady shop in this entire district is like, we got you, <laughs> and just bringing all sorts of illegal contraband to build this thing. Yeah, so, I want it to be like the tumbler from Batman Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking bulldoze straight into the We wall. turn your car into the tumbler. <laughs> so, yeah, Detective Strange, as this montage goes on, you watch as your Dodge Charger, your baby, is fitted with armored plates, a cow catcher, these large, like, near monster truck wheels. That, your uh, girl has become a woman. <laughs> you, that, you, that was a creepy as fuck yeah, statement really for you to say. You you hover there, and as all these uh, yeah, as all these like back alley mechanics get called in by Big Mike, he's calling in all these favors. You watch as your bulletproof Dodge Charger becomes a bulletproof Dodge War Machine. <laughs> <laughs> now it's zero percent off. Story Twelve tag. months to pay off the interest. <laughs> and like I get serious, and I try to take off my coat, and I realize. Not really there. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so mark off one of the bundles of money. How many bundles of money do we have? Two. Two? All right. Um, so Wait, yeah. it costs a whole bundle? Yeah. I'm not going to do like, oh, it costs like 50 gold for you to... No, no, th- this is City of Mist, all right? Yeah, Your it. money is a tag. So we have one bundle of money left. Bullshit. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking at our story tags. What's the GK phone? As soon as you realize that, Eugene... It vibrates. Oh, sick! Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, we have that agent chick. Mm-hmm. Oh, it vibrates. Who has it? Is it me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Eugene, you are uh, standing outside as all of this is going on. Uh, the the <laughs> <We're> night. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we 
are. I'm sorry. We're idiots in, you, in gaming and real life. Yeah, I mean, there are people listening to this who are just like <laughs> yelling at their I mean, fucking. Yeah, they're just like God. Yeah, they're just like we're actually. These guys don't even listen to what they do. Let's be honest. I forgot that rule. Uh, <laughs> listeners, we only get to record this how many times? Like this, we haven't recorded in like two months. Two months. Yeah. We forget once we're like more. You know production line better we record maybe bi-weekly or more than a week you know we'll stop doing these mistakes. oh no no i'm not making that promise at all <laughs> i'm making li- that for my own performance. listeners if you want an actual play this is what it's like actually playing a role-playing game people forget rules yeah no amount of money is going to make us less dumb <laughs> so anyways the gk phone is going yeah so eugene you stand outside big mike's shop as the uh, dodge war machine is being finished um and you feel a buzzing in your pocket um, hello. Time. Oh, yeah, you still have that. Yeah. Is he with me? We're all in the same room. No, I, I just said Eugene's just outside. Alone outside. outside. Oh, no, I said that twice because we had to do a second take. Someone's not listening. Want to do that again? No, I kind of like. I kind of uh, like that glimpse of this is all behind the scenes yeah. this game. Okay, so uh, going to that to a dramatic moment, uh, you hear a voice on the cell phone go. Time is running out, Mr. Fritz. Guests aren't arriving at the fundraiser now, but they will be soon. If you're going to be making a move, I would do it soon. Uh, yes, uh, Agent, um... Evans. Evans, I knew that. I, I knew. Uh, I knew you, you didn't... You, Eugene, you don't have to worry about offending me about, like, forgetting my name. No, that is, but my I did My modus operandi is for people to forget who I am. Oh, well, that's true, but you didn't... I don't think we... Because I knew you who you were. I knew the phone, and I just... But I didn't forget. Are you ready to raid the mayor's yes, estate? Yes, yes, that was the point. What's the plan? <clears throat> well, um, we did, we did, we discussed, we discussed a lot of planning, and I think you know we've got a good, a good uh, foundation for what will be a uh, rockin', just a smoking hot. Ooh. You're going to break in through the front door, aren't We're you? We're pretty much gonna bulldoze it and play it by ear. Yeah, that was the plan. Yeah. Okay, you have the phone here. We will uh, we will be around the estate soon. Let us know when we need to start some shit. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, so is that does that mean you're gonna like like black ops? Like you're gonna like crash through the windows and we're gonna get some backup? Like, oh, oh, can we have like a signal? Do I just call you? You oh, just call uh, me. Yes, that's exactly what I just said. Okay, if we just need like now, what do I say? Like now, now. Yes. And and you'll do what? I just want to know what to expect. She hangs up. Hello. No, no. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, I love you too, and uh, be safe out there. Eugene, get back in here. Oh, I I'm just finishing up a phone call with one of my friends. Well, well, bye bye. <laughs> and he just kind of sinks his. Is head the down war machine ready? Him. Yes. <laughs> Hey everyone, Kevin Carpenter here, producer and MC of Rolling in the Mist. Just got a quick bit of news for you today. Uh, Oddloot is confirmed to be hosting a panel on making an RPG podcast at OrtCon 2020 at the Hilton Los Angeles Airport. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, we got a panel. They, they actually want us there? Yeah, they're allowing us to sit behind a table and talk to a crowd of people as if we know what we're doing. <laughs> I know, the fools. Anyway, if you're going to be in the area or at OrtCon 2020 and uh, want to meet up with us, please come to the panel. We'll be there the most of the day there, honestly, just hanging about, playing some games. Um, 
What else? Any other news? Uh... Thank you, Bravo. All right. With that, back to the session. It's hard to say that it's darker out because the whole day it's just kind of been this dreary gray that has hung upon the city like a wet blanket. But as guests are beginning to appear at uh, Mayor Dense's estate, which is a large mansion that rests on top of a hill with a winding road that goes down this greenery and then to the front gate that leads to the rest of the city. You, you've seen Batman. You know his mansion. It's, it's Wayne Manor, pretty okay, much. Okay, it's Wayne Manor. Yeah, it's pretty much Wayne Manor. Um, so, wait, real quick, sorry to interrupt. So, there's a winding road, but it's flatland. No, no, it, it winds up. But it's still a flatland hill. There's like trees and grass and all that. How thick are the trees? Uh, around the front gate, there's some like thick, you know, like trees. And then as the path goes up further, it's more mostly flatland. Okay. Mayor Dents stands in his estate as uh, guests begin rolling in in limos. Uh, security is stationed uh, at many different parts. And he is standing by his window once again. Uh, Dahlia Elodie is behind him. And she says... You know they're gonna stop by here. They're the kind of people that are gonna crash a party. Oh, I know. I think we'll be ready for them. If there's anything like uh, when they broke into your casino, they'll try to put on some sort of disguise or sneak in invisibly or something like that, but I've got security stationed at all these checkpoints. Everyone knows each other. There's no way they can sneak in. And then he looks up at the sky as dozens not hundreds of shadows <laughs> flit across the grounds. And Mayor Dracula narrows his eyes as he sees a giant cloud of birds <laughs> flying through the sky. And Mayor Dracula goes, What in Sam help? And then all of these birds simultaneously dive down toward the guards in the fields and the front gates. We cut to the front gate where all these cops are now just swiping away at all these birds. Uh, some of them are yelling at each other like, do, do we shoot them? Like, what's going on? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so there's Is that the, a bread-breasted eagle? The, oh. <laughs> oh, God. And one of the cops takes out like a bird-washing manual and he's just like <laughs> furiously like scribbling down. Jefferson, what are you doing? It's a blue-breasted warbler. <laughs> what are you talking about? What I'm going to be the talk of my bird sanctuary group. This is not the time, Johnson, but John James Audubon was my hero. Uh, Captain Jackson uh, steps out of a van and goes, what? What's going on? Hey, get everybody, sh sh we got for here. Some out here. And uh, it's at that exact moment, two large headlights turn on at the end of the road. The camera moves over to the Dodge War Machine, where we see Olivia behind the wheel, uh, who all is seated inside. Uh, Eugene Fritz in the back seat. Uh, Skid's in the back seat. Um, I, I assume Strange is in the radio. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. 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 The radio. He doesn't yeah. get a seat. He's just like, excuse me, guys. What's I'm turning uh, on the FM station. Is Leo in the uh, shotgun? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Otis is by a nearby building rooftop, so he's just kind of hurt. Bitch. <laughs> yes. He's he's perched there like a gargoyle. His eye just glowing and moving and does a different direction. <laughs> he's controlling a bunch of birds, so it's just like going everywhere yeah. all at once. Why doesn't he? The don't don't. I'm just like, why doesn't he show up? You know what I mean? We got room in the car. He's there. 
Yeah. He's there in spirit. He's like. Do, do you want him to be in the car? I kind of want him to show up. Yeah. And if he dies and it's my fault, <laughs> he dies. No, he dies. no, just keep him on the roof. Okay. Um, a, no, a, a giant pencil eraser comes down, erases Otis from the rooftop, and then writes him into the back seat. Just. Uh, I was like, wait, what? 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 Uh, could one thing that uh, Leo could be doing, like he's not really focused, like on the front window, he's actually looking at his hand and just channeling some sort of like wind in his in in between his palms. Okay. Uh, you're basically just kind of like juicing yourself up. Mm -hmm. So Otis is magically in the back seat as he's like, wait, what? I, I thought this wasn't part of the plan. And then Olivia floors it. Uh, Strange, did you want to do anything right now or when you get to the estate? No, in, while I'm in the car, mm -hmm. I do my ghost channeling. Rise. And And the fucking dead, the spirits of the dead just appear I'm from the ground up. Gonna need you to roll change the game on that. You got it. I'm gonna use Call of the Haunted. Speak to the dead. A plus two. A plus two. Can you juice a ghost? <laughs> Can I juice Can a I? ghost? Yeah. Oh. Um, with, with like what? Like primal, primal blessing? I, I, I don't think so. I think your whole thing is kind of life. I'm in a so. radio, so he can actually <laughs> physically touch something. <laughs> No, dude, I won't be able to juice you. Come on, I want a... I do, trust me, you, you don't think I, as the fucking power gamer that I am, want to do this, but no, I can't. Hey. Eight. Nine, ten. Very nice. nice. Okay, so that's, uh, change the game. So, uh, you create story tag ghosts, uh, scale up the effect army of ghosts. The army of the dead. Army of the dead. So, strange, give us that narration, what happens? Alright. My milkshake brings the boys to the yard. <laughs> um, so basically while I'm in the radio, so they're hearing me. Mm -hmm. They're hearing me radio voice style, so you know it's a little jargony. <laughs> but uh I basically pull out I basically pull out that fucking monstrous noise. Rise. And the dead out of nowhere just start from that hill from where, the, where the customers are to or not the customers, where the guests where, where the guests yes. are up until where they're about to enter, fucking ghost. Up by the hundreds, just start form like literally, like thriller style, just start appearing from the ground up. <laughs> so as bird, as an as army of birds flies down and just start messing with all the cops, this army of ghosts rises from the ground, and all the guests just immediately just start screaming. They rush back into their limos. The limos just start peeling off everywhere. Some of the guests are just so terrified that they just run off like into the rest of the estate as like ghosts are just swarming around, and in this horror horrifying cloud of spirits and birds. Captain Jackson can only see the two headlights as they race toward the front gates. We run them over. <laughs> and for just a moment, Captain Jackson thinks, I need a drink. <laughs> and then the car hits the front gates. And that's where we'll end the session. <laughs> nice. Oh, all right, nice. <laughs>